Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, February 6th. U.S. stocks declined, continuing losses that came in the wake of Friday's much stronger-than-expected key labor report, which caused Fed uncertainty to flare back up. The uncertainty came as the employment data followed Wednesday's decelerated rate hike and some seemingly less hawkish commentary from the Fed. The economic calendar was quiet today, but will deliver some reports tomorrow that may garner attention, including data on the trade deficit and consumer credit. Additionally, a host of FedSpeak will likely be headlined by tomorrow's speech from Fed Chair Jerome Powell. Fourth quarter earnings season remained in high gear this week as Tyson Foods kicked earnings off in lackluster fashion by missing expectations. In other equity news, Dell Technologies announced that it plans to reduce its workforce by about 5% or 6,500 jobs, while Public Storage made a hostile takeover bid for Life Storage. Treasury yields rose and the U.S. dollar increased, along with crude oil and gold prices. Asia finished mixed as geopolitical tensions remained elevated after the U.S. shot down what was believed to be a Chinese spy balloon floating over U.S. soil. Additionally, markets in Europe were mostly lower, trimming some of its strong start to the year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dipped 35 points to 33,891. The S&P 500 decreased 25 points to 4,111. And the Nasdaq Composite fell 120 points to 11,887. In moderate volume, 4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.5 billion shares also changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained 72 cents to $74.11 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was up $5.40 to $1,882 per ounce. And the dollar index rallied 0.7% to 103.60. In equity news on Monday, Tyson Foods, ticker symbol TSN, reported adjusted fiscal first quarter earnings per share of 85 cents, well below the $1.31 fact set estimate, as revenues rose 2.5% year-over-year to $13.26 billion, compared to the $13.51 billion that the street had anticipated. The protein producer said it faced some challenges in the first quarter as market dynamics and some operational inefficiencies impacted its profitability. Tyson Foods did issue full-year revenue guidance that had a midpoint above expectations, noting that it expects to improve its performance through the back half of 2023. Shares traded lower. Dell Technologies, ticker symbol D-E-L-L, confirmed reports that it plans to cut about 6,500 jobs, or about 5% of its workforce, as the company has been hampered by cooling demand for PCs. Shares traded lower. Public Storage, ticker symbol P-S-A, announced that it has sent a takeover proposal to acquire all the outstanding shares and units of Life Storage, ticker symbol L-S-I, in an all-stock transaction valued at about $129 per share, or approximately $11 billion. 
Life Storage reaffirmed that it is not for sale, and Public Storage said it strongly urges the Life Storage Board to act in the best interests of its shareholders and enter into good-faith discussions with it regarding the proposed transaction's benefits. Public Storage added that it would have preferred to work privately, but given the refusal to engage, it believes making the proposal public is now the most constructive approach. Public storage was little changed, while life storage rallied. Fourth quarter earnings season has revved up, and of the 256 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 52% have topped revenue estimates, and approximately 69% have exceeded earnings projections for data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance, as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled, Helpless Recession Risks Abound, how leading indicators continue to point toward further economic weakness, making it difficult and premature to determine whether the labor market can maintain its relative strength. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday... The markets continue to digest last week's strong labor report and monetary policy decision from the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, which raised its target for the Fed funds rate by 25 basis points, a continued deceleration from the aggressive pace set in 2022. The FOMC also noted that a still tight labor market, which along with persistent inflation, have been drivers in the FOMC's rate hike campaign. Schwab's Liz Ann Saunders discusses the decision in her commentary titled Waiting for the Fed, Just Not Yet, noting that though the Fed is close to the end of its rate-hiking cycle, additional increases in the Fed funds rate are still likely, albeit less aggressive in magnitude. Treasury rates were higher as the yield on the two-year note climbed 20 basis points to 4.48%. The yield on the 10-year note rose 11 basis points to 3.65%. And the 30-year bond rate increased 5 basis points to 3.68%. Tomorrow's economic calendar will introduce December's trade balance, anticipated to show that the deficit expanded to $68.5 billion from the prior month's $61.5 billion. Additionally, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is slated to speak at the Economic Club in Washington, D.C., and in the final hour of trading, consumer credit will be reported, with economists projecting that consumer borrowing in December will come in at $25 billion compared to the prior month's $27.96 billion. In international news on Monday, Stocks in Europe were lower for the most part, as the global markets remained choppy in the wake of Friday's stronger-than-expected U.S. labor report and amid heightened geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China. Uncertainty remains regarding if persistent inflation and the continued tight U.S. labor market will keep monetary policy aggressiveness intact. This comes as last week, the Fed in the U.S. raised rates by 25 basis points, which was followed by 50 basis point rate increases by the European Central Bank and the Bank of England. 
In economic news, German factory orders rose much more than anticipated for December, and Eurozone investor confidence improved this month, but remained in negative territory. The euro and British pound traded lower versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the Eurozone and the U.K. rose solidly. European markets are trimming their strong start to 2023 as stocks have been buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis as well as China's reopening and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. These positive developments have countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the world on the global economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his latest article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 0.8%. France's CAC 40 index fell 1.3%. Germany's DAX index declined 0.8%. Spain's IBEX 35 index lost 0.7%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.6% lower, while Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 0.3%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed, with the markets grappling with the implications of the much stronger-than-expected U.S. labor report on further monetary policy tightening. Last week, the Fed in the U.S., the European Central Bank, and the Bank of England all raised rates to try to combat inflation pressures. Aggressive monetary policy tightening has caused volatility in the currency and bond markets, but most markets in the region have seen solid year-to-date gains. The moves have been aided by China's reopening, the potential for eased regulatory crackdowns on the technology sector, property market support, and expectations that central banks across the globe may be set to slow down monetary policy tightening. In economic news, an Australia inflation report from the Melbourne Institute showed an acceleration for January, while Hong Kong retail sales came in stronger than expected year-over-year in terms of value for December. Optimism of China's reopening has countered the uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact of the aggressive monetary policy tightening from most central banks around the world. In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery, and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained heightened after the U.S. shot down what was believed to be a Chinese spy balloon that was floating over U.S. soil. Japan's Nikkei 225 index increased 0.7% with the yen falling versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index finished 0.8% lower and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index tumbled 2%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index decreased 0.3%, India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index declined 0.6%, and South Korea's KOSPI index traded 1.7% lower. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce Japan's household spending and leading index, the UK's retail sales, 
Switzerland's unemployment rate, along with France and Australia's trade balance. Additionally, we will get industrial production data out of Germany and Spain. Other reports include Australia's AIG Construction Manufacturing and Services Indexes, while the keynote event in the international docket will likely be the Reserve Bank of Australia's interest rate decision, which is expected to hike rates by 25 basis points.